What is up, Next Level fam? Thank you so much for joining another episode of Health Explained. I'm your host, Alexis Smith, and today we're talking about whether or not supplements are good for you. I have Next Level Urgent Care Associate Medical Director, Dr. Jennifer Roth, back with me today. We're talking about kind of a heated topic. We're talking about supplements. So uh, Dr. Roth, thanks for joining us. Thanks for taking this on. Yeah, no, thank you again for having me on the podcast. It was really fun the first time. <laughs> Absolutely. So first question, what is a supplement? So yeah, I mean, I think um, it's definitely good to kind of have an idea of what that is. Um, so a dietary supplement, it's a product taken by mouth that contains a dietary ingredient intended to supplement the diet. So a dietary ingredient can include a vitamin, a mineral, an herb, amino acids, and or like enzymes um, and metabolites. Um, supplements also can be extracts or concentrates, and you can, I can find them in a bunch of different forms, in tablet form, capsule form, soft gels, gel caps, liquids, <laughs> and powders. So you see there's a lot of ways to get these um, dietary ingredients into your diet. Um, and there's, you know, if you walk the aisles of any store, um, you can just see so many different forms and types. Gotcha. So it's not just a pill. Um are supplements, <laughs> the, the question everyone's trying to answer, are supplements good for you? So that is definitely a, a tricky question. <laughs> they can certainly be wonderful if you're deficient in a nutrient. So if you need, you know, your doctor does a blood test and they see that you're deficient in vitamin D, taking a supplement, a tablet, a gel cap would be 100%, you know, very good. Um, but they can also be harmful if you don't need it or if you do take a supplement in excess. Um, it's important to know that dietary supplements are in a special category of, you know, quote, foods. Um, they're not under strict government regulation. So they're not like, like drugs, prescription drugs, over-the-counter drugs that are meant to cure or prevent disease. And those are all really well regulated by the FDA. Supplements don't need FDA approval before they're marketed and sold. So there's no rules that limit the serving size or the amount of the nutrient in any form um, of the dietary supplement. So basically, the take home to your question is that just because a supplement is sold in the marketplace, it doesn't make it necessarily safe or that you need it. Um, Also, just to be aware that many supplements um, that are marketed can be full of unknowns not really mm-hmm. sure if they're going to help you um, and don't know if they're going to interact with other foods that you're eating or other medicines that you're on. Um, and right. just the safety profile basically isn't, um, isn't established well. So yes okay. and no is the answer to your question on that. If there's a real. <laughs> so yeah, shopping for supplements now seems like a daunting task. Um, I want to kind of just Looking at like what is a um, a daily multivitamin because those seem to be marketed a lot um, towards people. Is that something? Because you said you know not everyone necessarily needs supplementation if you're not deficient, but but does everyone need that daily multivitamin? 
So no, I'll say that you know with caveat that I I do take the daily multivitamin just um, because most of the, the time these levels are baseline levels. I feel better that I'm just covering my bases. If you know have an off day or two of not eating the most healthy and balanced, I at least okay. know I'm taking you know women's once a day multivitamin. But fortunately, most people in America um, who live here know that there's plenty of quality quantity foods and variety in our foods. Um, and actually, less than ten percent of the U.S. population is um, nutritionally deficient. Wow! Um, so they're really popular. They can, you know, like you said, they can indeed fill some small dietary gaps. They can prevent nut- nutrient deficiencies um, and off- offer other protection from health problems, such as aging skin or hair loss, even um, mm-hmm. possibly depression. They might slightly boost your athletic performance and can help with sleep. Um, you know, oftentimes they are recommended from a friend or family member with no knowledge of your personal, um, health needs. Mm -hmm. Looking at those, that small population that is suffering from vitamin and nutrient deficiencies, um, in the U S population specifically, like how, how do you know whether you're deficient in something? Okay, so in the U.S. specifically, um, so like I said, it's about 10% that, you know, do have some sort of deficiency. Um, iron is one of the, the biggest ones with about 10%. Mm-hmm. Um, vitamin D, especially in, in um, you know, the areas of our country that are less, um, they're more north, they don't get as much sunlight. Um, vitamin D is about 8% of the population. Vitamin C is about 6 and all the way down mm-hmm. to vitamin B12, which is about 2% of the population mostly the people that don't eat meat, um, animal products. So those are the most common um, deficiencies in the U.S. Um, mm-hmm. In general, special populations that might need supplements um, would be pregnant or breastfeeding women. Um, they can be um, iron um, or calcium or folate deficient. Women that you know bleed heavily every month can also be iron deficient. Also, women of childbearing age should should take a supplement of folic acid if they're thinking of having children. So kind of in the population of, you know, women of reproductive age, those are, are things, you know, to consider and to, to ask your doctor if you potentially need a supplement. Um, anybody on a really restricted diet, I mentioned like vegetarians or vegans might need to supplement with some B vitamins. And anyone that doesn't really spend any time outside or doesn't drink any milk that might be fortified with vitamin D, those are all reasons to ask your doctor to check your levels. So those, I mean, those, that, those things should give you a heads up if you need to potentially take a supplement in the United States. Okay. And what are some signs of these vitamin deficiencies? Um, so with some of the, the most common vitamin deficiencies you can see um, would be brittle hair and nails, um, ulcers or cracks um, on your lips or the side of your, your mouth. Those would all signify potentially a vitamin B deficiency. Like I mentioned before, they can be seen in pregnant women, um, heavy drinkers and smokers, some people with digestive disorders where they are not really absorbing all these vitamins. Um, and actually, people that um, if you eat a lot of raw eggs, there's some there's a um, something in them that will bind to biotin and reduce the absorption. So something oh, wow. to know. Um, so ah, brittle hair. Yes. Also, if you have really um, you know your bleed your gums bleed often, that mm-hmm. can signify a vitamin C deficiency, since vitamin C plays a, ro- a role in wound healing. 
Um, okay. Yep. Vision problems at night can signify like a vitamin A deficiency. And then just some things with the hair, um, hair loss, dandruff, um, skin things, itchy and flaky skin. Those can also, you know, be, show, you know, some iron and zinc or some B vitamin deficiencies. So how and do physicians, oh, oh yep. sorry about that. Didn't mean to cut yeah. you off. You have Another more one, um, which I felt like came out during my training. A lot of the studies showed um, some people with restless leg syndrome can actually be anemic. So they would have low iron. So it's usually just a quick supplement to get them feeling a little bit better. Interesting. So how do physicians go about testing for deficiencies? So basically, it's, it's generally a blood test. Um, so if you go in for your yearly phys- your physical, you're, you'll generally get a CBC, which would show your iron levels. So from there, you know, if, they, if you know, your iron levels are a little bit strange, um, you can get further tests to check your B12 levels, to check your folic app levels. So generally, yearly, you know, that you're, you're being checked for anemia. Um, other routine labs, you know, depending on where you live um, and you know, the, the prevalence of some diseases, um, generally you'll, you'll check vitamin D. Um, so usually, you know, at least the basic labs will be checked um, with your, your doctor. Okay. And so you mentioned doing that on an annual exam. Is there any reason that you should be tested more frequently and, and who should get tested? Is it everyone or is it only those who are symptomatic? Yeah, for sure. If you're symptomatic with any of like the, the most common things that I discussed, you, should, you know, definitely bring that up to your doctor and, and question if you need to be tested for anything else that could be causing it. Um, also, if you have a family history of any diseases or if um, any digestive disorders or if you've had, like, a gastric bypass or something that's going to prevent you from absorbing as many um, vitamins and minerals as you should be, um, you can certainly get tested for, for more specific um, vitamins that aren't routinely done, but they're almost all blood tests. Got it. And then with so many brands on the market and also, um, the, the side note that the FDA isn't, isn't necessarily looking at all of these and making sure that they're all square. Um, how do you choose the right one? Yeah. Like you mentioned, um, you walk into any store and there's just, I mean, even I'm just overwhelmed. Um, there's a bunch of different brands and colors and, you know, different forms and different, um, dosages. So it is, it can be very overwhelming. Um, so basically, um, a few things to do. So you should, you know, look at the ingredients. So turn, you know, turn the bottle around, see, um, usually companies are very happy about, um, explain, you know, very proud that they if they use like non-GMO um, ingredients, organic ingredient ingredients, um, ingredients, no artificial colors and sweeteners. Um, those are all, all will all be listed very um, boldly. Um, in general, you should look for the active mm-hmm. form of the vitamin if you do need to supplement. So different um, vitamins come in different forms, and some might actually be more potent than others. So, for example, vitamin D, um, vitamin D3 is thought to raise vitamin D levels even even higher than the D2 form. Um, I think the D2 form is less expensive, so it might be marketed um, a little more frequently, but it's important to, to see, you know, what form you're taking. Yeah. Um, also, question yourself, you know, why are you taking it? You know, did a friend tell you? Did you read an article? Um, and, you know, how, do you have blood tests to support that you need to be taking um the supplement, I think, is always a good a good thing to, to question, um, and um, yeah, just to really kind of 
then, I mean, then once you do that, you can actually go to the, um, the product manufacturers. They're all listed with contact information and, you know, look a little bit closer into how it's, how it's made. Um, you can look online and there's been, you know, there's clinical studies, you know, if something that you think is going to help with sleep will in- indeed do that. For sure. Um, so we're about at time. Is there any additional information that you'd like to leave us with? You've already given us a lot of a lot of great stuff to just kind of think about. Yeah, I'll kind of um, just wrap up. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, ultimately, it's really important to be a safe and informed consumer when it comes to supplementing. So reach out to your health care provider, to your pharmacist, um, a trust, trusted medical professional, to advise you on, um, you know, someone that knows you that can look at, you know, who you are clinically and advise you on if you would benefit from a supplement. Um, like if you said, you know, contact the manufacturer, if you need more information or want more information, they should be able to provide you with that. Um, I mentioned before, but really to be aware that some ingredients, um, you know, things that are, are set to just, you know, be natural and healthy, they can really be toxic. So, you know, in vitamin A and, you know, a high level can actually be really, really toxic. So it's good to know that, you know, more is not better. And just because something says it's healthy, it's not going to just you know, change your life for the better. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely um, yeah. not to, without any you know, medical um, opinions, um, just don't um, supplement a dietary supplement for a prescription medicine that you, you should be taking or you've been told to take without, you know, should be a discussion. And, um, yeah, learn, just really, you know, be critical, learn to spot false claims with supplements. Like I mentioned, anyone can basically market anything. So it's, it's good as a consumer just to be aware of that. And, um, yeah, um, yeah, for the most part, a healthy, well-balanced, colorful diet should get you in most of, you know, in in the range, in the healthy range for for most of the levels in your, your body. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again for tackling this uh, <laughs> loaded topic. Um, so happy to have you here as always and looking forward to our next discussion. Yeah, thank you so much.